Hello and welcome to another one of our Valor Baseball devotions around building the brotherhood. And this week we're going to dive into the idea of forgiveness, the action of forgiveness. Again, the purpose of these devotions is that we grow spiritually, individually, and collectively. We dive deep into Scripture the process that we share some thoughts, ask some questions, grow in our understanding, and then the payoff is that we grow as people and as a brotherhood. Using the starting nine, the forgiveness piece outlines or finishes up, I should say, um, the infield uh, and how we deal in one-on-one relationships. And um, I just want to dig in on the idea of forgiveness right away. And I don't know if there is a single, any single thing that I can teach our players, teach all everyone, and encourage everyone to do that's more important than the idea of forgiveness. It can seem so incredibly difficult, but it's the most important spiritual discipline that I can share with you. And I don't want to beat around the bush. I want to go straight to the Bible on this one and the teachings of Jesus. Um, So I'd actually um, love for everyone, um, if you have the opportunity wherever you are, to open up um, the Bible app, open up the Bible, and follow along while I read Matthew 18, 21 through 35 aloud, and I'm going to just expound on different things as I go. Um, This is called the parable of the unforgiving debtor. Um, Begins uh, in 21 when it says, then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sins against me? And he proposes, Peter says, seven times? And Jesus replies, no, not seven times, but 70 times, seven times. Um, so, you know, and Jesus isn't being literal in that saying, Hey, it's 490. That's how many, um, he's using hyperbole there to say, listen, there's no end to the forgiveness we are to offer other people. Um, then he goes into the parable of the unforgiving debtor. I want to go through this starting in verse 23. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven can be compared to a king who decided to bring his accounts up to date with servants who had borrowed money from him. In the process, one of the debtors was was brought in who owed him millions of dollars. And again, this is the New Living Translation. Some of the other ones will talk about different talents and different kinds of things, but the New Living just basically translates and says he owes him millions of dollars, okay? Clearly, the servant couldn't pay, so his master ordered that he be sold along with his wife, his children, and everything that he owned in order to pay the debt. But that servant falls down before his master and begs him, please be patient with me and I will pay it all. Then the master was filled with pity for him, and he released him and forgave his debt. But when that man left the king, okay, so guy who's just had a debt of millions of dollars forgiven, okay, the the unbelievable grace that should be overwhelming his spirit, he then leaves, okay, verse 28. But when the man left the king, he went to a fellow servant who owed him a few thousand dollars, okay? Now we're talking comparative amounts here, you know, we... This guy owes the master millions of dollars, but then someone who owes him thousands of dollars comes to him, um, and he grabs him by the throat and demanded instant payment. Quite the comparative moment. His fellow servant fell down before him, begged him for a little more time. Says the same thing. Be patient with me and I'll pay it, he pleaded. But this unforgiving debtor, his creditor, wouldn't wait. He had the man arrested, put in prison until the debt could be paid in full. When some of the other servants saw this, they were very upset, and they went to the king, told him everything that just happened. Then the king called in the man he had forgiven and said, You evil servant, I forgave you that tremendous debt because you pleaded with me. Shouldn't you have mercy on your fellow servant just as I had mercy on you? 
Then the angry king sent the man to prison to be tortured until he had paid his entire debt. And verse 35 is the, it's, it's the thing that brings it all home. That's what my heavenly father will do to you if you refuse to forgive your brothers and sisters from your heart. So as we read this, we dive into this, this theme of forgiveness. And we know that we all fall short of the glory of God and that we go to the, the king, we go to the master, we go to our heavenly father through his son, Jesus Christ, and we, for, we beg for forgiveness for all the things that we have done wrong. And then how often do we also look like the unforgiving debtor and not forgive other people? Love God, love your neighbor. Those things should be equal. We should accept God's grace, and then we should give grace. We should accept his forgiveness and then give forgiveness. And as verse 35 says, this is a tough one. It's a hard thing to deal with, but we've got to understand it. That's what my Heavenly Father will do to you if you refuse to forgive your brothers and sisters from your heart. We owe our brothers and sisters the same level of forgiveness that God has given us. There's another scripture I want to go to here also from Matthew. Matthew 5, 23 and 34 says, If therefore you are offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Reconcile yourself first, then bring your gift to the altar, whether, you know, and that could be prayer, that could be worship, sacrifice, whatever. Don't come to God without being reconciled to one another first. And I just get this picture in my mind of an altar with all these gifts up on top of it, all these sacrifices, all these, you know, the sacrifice of time and effort, talent, treasure, money, whatever, all left empty never received by the Father, because he wants us to be reconciled to one another first. That's just a profound picture that just sticks in my mind. And if I ever get to the point where I can't forgive somebody or anything like that, I'm constantly reminded of these things as I try to be a doer of the word and never hold a grudge against somebody else. Um, So I'm going to have it, we're going to do another iPhone moment this week. And I want to encourage everyone to take take a moment, open up a notes page, whatever, Make a list of people that you have wronged, not who's wronged you, you have wronged, and then go ask for their forgiveness. Again, not people you've wrong, who have wronged you, people you've wronged. Send them a text. Ask to meet up with them. If they're in the room with you, go talk to them. If anyone comes to you, remember, you've been forgiven by God, and you owe the person coming to you forgiveness. That's all you owe them, okay? You've got to give that to them in order to then get the forgiveness of our Heavenly Father. And I, I'm going to, when we do this devotion um, with the players, we're going to turn on some worship music, give people a chance to reflect, take some time to pray to God to see maybe He will enlighten you about somebody you have wronged and who you need to go to to forgiveness before going to the altar. Uh, we're looking forward to a great spring season. We're looking forward to great gifts of blessing. Um, and those are the things that we are looking to um, let Him give us in order to do that. We've got to be reconciled with one another. So um, yeah, it just uh, brings, again, brings the starting nine um, to a close. Um, these things in one-on-one relationships, these are our opportunity to live out grace. It's our opportunity to live out love. It's our opportunity to achieve a spiritual freedom we may have never experienced before. This is our opportunity to live out the gospel of Jesus, and this is how we bring this starting nine idea based on the teachings of Jesus to life. Participate in the gospel. Don't just receive it. And just pray over everyone to, as we finish, Lord Jesus, thank you so much for the opportunity 
to forgive one another and then receive your forgiveness for all of our sins through your son, Jesus Christ. Amen.